So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reet and Entertainment Podcast, episode 52 We've made it, Aroa We did it Actually, the first numbered podcast, I believe, uh, was a year ago on the twenty eighth of April. Yeah. So we've we've done a pretty good job of keeping this this train rolling. We have. So uh, we actually a little thing we should talk about now. First off, my guest this week, Andrew Rowe McFain. Yep, it's 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 always me. Yep. And then I am Nathan Reeton Spruth. We were going to have uh, Connor here, but he decided that uh, he has roommates and they want to be loud. So, they... You know, I was I was going to say, why doesn't he just like do the podcast from his car, but he doesn't drive. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I always get confused when people don't drive, but that's because I live in an area where public transportation does not exist. Uh, yeah, me, me too. That and he... Uh... He lives in Chicago, so, like, why would you need a car for the most part? Right. So, anyway, uh, we made it a year, and on the 28th of April, which would have been our year anniversary, I got our podcast on Google Play Podcasts. So, if you happen to be listening and you have an Android device, which millions upon millions upon millions of people do, then do me a favor and... Uh, press the follow button. On have there. you um? Have you actually found it on there? Uh, it's written. It's written podcast. For some reason, they call it written oh. podcast instead of written entertainment. Written podcast. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. See, I was trying to find it last week, and I could not find it. Oh, okay. And it's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, I, I'm actually very excited for it because that that just means our we we have the ability to reach a lot more people, and mm-hmm. yeah, and so I may need to put a break in here at some point <laughs> and actually do a little bit of editing uh, because uh, my my carpool buddy I went to Portland last weekend. We'll go. We'll cover what I did this weekend. This weekend I went to Portland, Oregon which is roughly three hours away from where I'm at. And my we had a bachelor's party, but it wasn't a real bachelor's party because we didn't get any strippers or blow. And so... Gotta have blow. Yeah, gotta have blow. But, you know, we just walked and went to a bunch of breweries and they drank beer. I, I, I drank more beer than I have in like five years. <laughs> I had two ounces of beer. <laughs> I bought a two ounce taster and it was uh the beer that I had was okay. I still prefer not drinking beer. Yeah, it's because beer sucks. It does. It does suck. But anyway, so we went up there and we did all that. I got my friend a unicorn horn uh, for his birthday. And the reason we're going to have to take a break possibly and, and kind of split it is my friend who i drove up there and uh he forgot a pillow in my car (laughs) 
so I have to let him get his pillow out of my car. That's that's basically it. <laughs> so, it's a Taki Makura, isn't it? Huh? It's a it's a hug pillow, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's, it's just a memory foam, just a memory foam pillow. And so, so let's go on. Let's. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Yeah. What games? What games have you been doing? Um, playing. Well, uh, we played that Ghost in the Shell game that came out recently. Yeah, yeah, that that's the one you can get for five dollars or two fifty on the Steam store. Yeah, it's uh. I think it's still on sale right now. I think it was on sale until like the fourth or something like that. Oh, it it's a weekend deal. It ends in forty eight hours from the time we're recording. Okay, um, so so the Tuesday, Tuesday the third. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was fun. It's uh, I was really surprised by how good it was. It's just a. Uh, like it, it, it's not a particularly like complicated game. It's just no. a shooter, just a multiplayer shooter. But it's, uh, I think it's a pretty okay use of the Ghost in the Shell license. It has all the original voice actors. Um, it retains like all of the the visuals of the anime, which is great. Like it's probably the first Nexon game. The like licensed Nexon game that I've that I've seen that isn't garbage. So. Yeah, it, it's pretty good from what I've played of it. It's uh, similar to Counter Strike, except for not awful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you've played Counter Strike, but it's fucking terrible. Yeah, I like Counter Strike. Oh, but I but I also like this. So, so next week we'll have a new guest host. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I've been playing, I played, uh, cause we we're talking about that we're doing an anime sale. So a bunch of anime, uh, Naruto or basically Japanese games are on sale. Mm-hmm. And I played uh, a little bit of Reseteer or, or I something. Reseteer. Reseteer. I thought, yeah. I thought her name was Reset. I think it's uh Raquette. Raquette. Cause they, they make a joke in the, um, in the intro uh, where Tyr says if somebody just mispronounced it slightly, like that would be catastrophic because it, it sounds kind of like racketeer. Oh, no, no. so racketeer, racketeer. Yep. No, Tyr. It's tier. definitely Tyr. Okay, racketeer. So that game is actually really fun, and if you if nobody knows what it's like, it's. Sim, like I explained it to somebody, and they said it sounded like Harvest Moon, and it's not like Harvest Moon. Mm-mm. Um, but basically, it is a dungeon crawler, which is I like dungeon crawlers, so that's fine with me. But it is also a shop management sim, mm-hmm. and the two actually go together very well because you get the items from exploring the dungeons, and you take them back, and you set them up in your shop and sell them. And the whole point of it is uh, Raquette's father, he had a business, the the shop or whatnot, and he decided that he was going to go broke and lost all of his money. <laughs> and so uh, you have to, he, I think he died. And he, uh, have, he went to be an adventurer. Oh, he went to be and, an adventurer. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was like, yeah, I'll be back. And he never came back. 
Yeah, because he died. So uh, Raquette, his daughter, has to pay off the loan that he owes. Which is a lot of money, apparently. Yeah. And so Tyr, sorry, is a fairy who is an administration fairy. And she is basically sent to make sure Raquette can get the money back. And every week you have to pay a certain amount of money. So the first week is like 20000 the second week is 50000 and so on and so forth. And it's actually super fun because when people come in and you have an item, they are... So the uh, like just a general example is like candy is $300 or 300 picks is what they call it. And you can then haggle. So you you can say, well, I want 400 for that. And they, you know, and they're like, oh, that's a bit too much. And you can bring the price down and sell the whatever to them. So that that part's fun. But I actually do really like the dungeon crawling, too. If you have the chance, it's five dollars on Steam right now. I would definitely say give that game a go. It's it's well worth it. Definitely. Uh, I don't think, other than the Ghost in the Shell game, and what other game did we try that was awful? Dino? Uh, it was the Orion Project. The Orion Project. That game is terrible. Yeah, it was, it it has like two names at the same time for some reason, because some places call it the Orion Project, and yet even like whenever you buy it on Steam, it shows up as the Guardians of Orion. Uh, right. And that's what it's called on Twitch as well. Right. Um, so, but yeah. It's it, garbage. It could be fun. I I would imagine it would be fun if anything and it worked. Yeah. Um, the, the, the weirdest part about it, I think, was that it came out as a top-down shooter initially. And then they they changed it to... Well, they, they added the ability for it to not be a top-down shooter eventually. For third-person third mode. Yeah, they added a third-person mode, and they're later going to add a first-person mode. Right, uh, which is just moving and, the camera. I don't know how that's so hard. Well, because the first-person mode, like, they have to remodel all the guns to have a, to have a gun view. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah. And you kind of got the controls you have to change as well. So, uh, yeah. It, now Connor's wanting into the podcast. No, Connor. No, we already started. We can't do this. We are a professional fucking podcast. That's why we're we're. <laughs> that's why we're pointing this out during the recording. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that game was terrible. Don't get it. The Ghost in the Shell for two fifty, and. Uh, Reketeer for five dollars definitely worth it. Also, if you come into Reeton stream at www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton, I do have an extra copy that I may or may not be willing to give somebody who comes into my stream. So uh, I'll probably do a giveaway here once I get some actual people in my stream and just give it away just to anyone that's there at the time. So let us take our break right now. Okay. And uh we'll we'll continue on here in a bit. So uh we'll we'll be back. So we're back. Um 
yeah, that was there was no real break there. Just a little bit of silence and then me talking again. But so here's what happened. Uh, a might be wondering why it took me 20 minutes to get him or get a pillow and bring it into my house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, you know, I'm moving in uh, like a month and a half, right? Yeah. So my roommates are also moving. And I've been making a joke because one of my carpool buddies has full RV hookups. Uh, so they have the hookups for, um, you know, water, sewage, electricity, all that out to oh, an RV. I see. Yeah. And so I've been joking. I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I can buy an RV and just stay on your property. And that was my joke, you know, because I don't because buying a house is difficult. Yeah. And so, you know, it would be I, I think, you know, I have so much stuff. I like my computer, all that crap. So it'd be really, really difficult for me to actually do that. Yeah. My roommates are doing that. Right. So I I came home the other day and they're like, yeah, we bought a $6,300 RV. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and so they are going to be living in an RV for two years. That's their plan. That's their plan. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And so I, I go and I take the pillow out. Uh, basically what I did was my friend isn't even here. I just left the front door unlocked yeah. and set the pillow inside and said come get it don't bother me come and get the pillow and then i got a text from my roommate because they wanted their closet measured actually i got a phone call from my roommate you you probably heard that call um i didn't hear anything oh okay so i i went out there actually it was before the podcast it was just connor and I uh, they're like, hey, can you measure the width and the the width and the depth of the of the closet? And I was like, do they not know how to use a tape measure? They're in Portland. Oh, still. Okay. So they're like, can you do that for us? And I'm like, sure, fine. And so I'm like, you don't need the height or anything like that. And they're like, no, no, we just need the the depth and the width. And I was like, okay. So I got, gave them that. They're like, oh, thanks. And then. They texted me right after I I went on our, our hiatus there, our little break. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, can you measure the height and the the door <laughs> size? And it's like, come on. I literally asked you if that would be okay. <laughs> and so I had to go do that. That's why it took so long. I see. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, so let's get into some stories, because okay. neither one of us, I think, really played video games that much. I did, oh, one one thing before we get into the stories, I did postpone the WCW World World Championship Wrestling Review until next week, just because I didn't have enough time to actually do a decent review, and I, I wasn't happy with the quality of what I had done. So I was like, I want something better to come out, so I'm delaying it for a week. Because, you know, quality over quantity. Wait, no, that's not my motto. No. I should have just released... My motto is quantity is job one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, well. So let's uh, let's go talk about Neo. Have you heard about this game? Um, It looks familiar. I've Wait, this heard- is... Um, 
This is the one from Team Ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard yeah. very little about this game. Uh, and it seems it seems okay, but it is a uh, it's got a really neat feature at least in the demo, where it lets you choose between visual fidelity and a consistent frame rate. So a lot of games will, you know, they'll go to thirty frames per second or whatever for like cutscenes or something for some reason, mm-hmm. and then they'll pop up to 60 frames a second uh, for gameplay. Yeah, and that's... um, Especially on newer games, um, the reason for that is that uh, I I noticed this most recent... or The the first time I noticed this was with uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. But I'm sure that, like, the Uncharted games did it too, which is that they'll they'll reduce the frame rate substantially, um, but they'll also up the visual fidelity by like right. a ton uh, during those cutscenes because usually they're they're really close zoomed in cutscenes that don't really require a lot of detail going on. Right, and uh, Neo, it's not quite that. It's not only in cutscenes, but it's for the whole game. Uh, you can do a movie mode, which is just better visuals. It looks prettier, but I believe it runs at thirty frames a second. Yeah, or you can do an action mode. Which is smoother frame rate, but will uh, lower the visual fidelity. Which I think is pretty neat, and I think it this would be nice for some games on console. Yep. Um. To because there's so many games on console where actually you know it doesn't really matter for consoles because most games are only running at thirty frames a second anyway. Yeah. Well, sometimes they're they're able to get it to sixty frames a second, but. Like they're they're straining to be able to do that, cause yeah, or or they're just they're doing some some backwards shit to uh, to make that work yeah. while not making it as pretty as it could be. Well, like nine hundred p, but upscaling to ten twenty stuff like that. Yeah, like Xbox One games. Yeah, Xbox One. Uh, PlayStation does it as well, not as often, but they do that as well. Um, it would be good for PC games to include something like this. That way you could say, you know, I want as fat, like you say, I want as many frames per second as possible, or at least I want to hit 60 frames a second. Give me those settings or I want to hit, usually I want it to look uh, prettier. That's what the optimal button is for. Yeah. But then like, I want it to look prettier, um, but still run at 30 frames a second would be nice as well. Well, yeah, that's so. Hey, I'll I'll admit it'd be nice if there was like a one size fits all kind of switch. Yeah, for that it would make it a lot more accessible, because that is one of the one of the many things that people who almost exclusively play on consoles, if they switch to PC, will go like, "What the fuck is anisotropic filtering?" <laughs> or, or rather, they'll say, "What is What the fuck is this? <laughs> what, what does it mean?" What is anti-aliasing? I don't like aliases. Uh, yeah. What is it? You know, it's um, it's it's how many jaggies you have. Yeah, and it, it would be nice if you know we had something better than just a quality slider that may or may not actually do anything. But it usually doesn't do very much. I mean, it does. Uh, but you've it, it'll kinda... usually do too much all at once. Is yeah. what I usually find. Where it's like you turn it down from high to medium. And like 
now all of a sudden the game's running at 2,000 frames per second because it basically turned almost everything off. Yeah, so you got to go in and hit an advanced button and yeah, mess with everything. Uh, yeah, this is th- this this whole feature is something that I've kind of wished that console games would have for quite some time. And uh, funnily enough, uh, it was Saints Row Four on the 360 actually had an option to. I think it was it it might have been toggle VSync. Yeah, and that was like one of the few times where I was like, "Whoa, they're actually giving you an option here," because VSync is something that totally will kill your frame rate. Um, yeah, it will. Because, because it, it tries to lock it at a multiple of your display's refresh rate, which will either be 30 or 60. Yeah. And since the 360 obviously isn't going to hit 60 FPS on, like, anything, um, you're, you you see the game be pretty much stuck at 30. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it was nice to have that where you could sometimes hit, like, 45 or 50 FPS. Um, well, and yeah, also, this... also um, to be fair, they do have those G-Sync and uh, whatever a- a- ATI's one is. Oh, FreeSync, yeah. FreeSync. Um, yeah, you, you and those help stuff on PC. Like, like, if you had money and a PC, because <laughs> those, those monitors are way too expensive for what you get. But yeah. if you have a lot of money to blow on a monitor, it is nice because... <clears throat> um, even if you drop to like 45 frames a second, your monitor is going to adapt to that. And so it's still going to look smooth. You're not going to see any tearing or anything like that. And it also so. gets rid of the one thing that makes me turn off V-Sync in every single game that I play, which is input lag. Uh, I never have that problem. I haven't had that problem a lot of the time, but... I know. Nobody else seems to notice it. And it, it like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, I don't know if it's something with my setup or what it might be because I have like I, I have I've had three monitors running off of the one card. And then usually I'll have another monitor sitting on my integrated card. Um, and I wonder if that has something to do with it. But yeah, I'm, I seem to be the only one that ever has that problem. But it's so very like noticeable for me that I don't get why no one else sees it. Well, like uh, I know, I know my fix for uh, uh, Rainbow Six Siege to get that working. Oh yeah, you had to turn it on. Yeah, yeah, and the- and and it seems it works for most people. It works, yeah. um, because if most people aren't going to know what we're talking about, but basically, we stream a lot video games. We we take our games, broadcast them to Switch, Twitch, and uh, if your CPU is maxed out, it's hard to broadcast, even if you're using a different encoder other than. Uh, the one that uses CPU. So if you're using uh, one that uses your GPU, then it still has issues um, because it'll start stuttering. Yep. So the reason why it's running so hot is because Rainbow Six Siege is trying to use up as many frames as it can, and it just kills your CPU because it's poorly designed. <laughs> and so what you have to do is if you turn on your VSync it will lock your uh, frames per second to 60 frames a second. Works great for me. Apparently, Aroa finds it unplayable to do that. Yep. It, it, uh, I can't aim. Like I, I'll move the mouse, and a quarter of a second later, it, my character will actually turn its head. Maybe it's your graphics card or something. 
I uh, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be like something with my setup. But I've even had Alfredo over here, like at, at my house, and I'll turn on VSync in a game, and I'm like, "Do you not see this? Do you not see how awful this is to play?" And he's like, "I don't get it. It feels exactly the same." And I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. You know what I, sh- I? You know what I should do? I should come over and yeah. just, just no, no, just while you're asleep or something, log onto your computer and turn on VSync on something, and see if you notice it. Just I, see I it. Just see if it's all in your head. Because <laughs> what it'll what'll happen is I'll be playing the game and I'll be like, God, it's like my mouse isn't synced up with my movement, and then I'll turn off VSync and everything's fine. See, but I'm. Like, but here's my thing. I think it might be in your head. I think you might just be imagining things. Maybe. It's certainly possible. Because you're kind uh, of you're kind of crazy. I don't know if you realize this. There's also apparently a thing in Windows from like seven on up, where Windows has its own version of mouse acceleration. Oh, does it? And yeah, and and I recently did a registry hack to disable that mm-hmm. just because I was like, I don't want that. I don't know if it's real, but I'll do it. And then uh, I haven't actually tried playing a game um, with VSync on since doing that. And I wonder if maybe that had something to do with it because I've always had the, uh, the increased pointer uh, accuracy thing turned on. And apparently that's, that's windows's mouse acceleration thing. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, this whole Neo thing, we are on board with it. We think that more game studios should give people give give you more easel easily obtained options because you know not everyone. If if you're a PC gamer, yeah, you're gonna know this. But if you're if you have a Steam box, nobody has a Steam box. But if you have a, let's say mm-hmm. somebody's retarded buys a Steam box or something, and they log in and they're like, they just want to sit down and play games. What type of mode do they want? Do they want it to look prettier? Or do they want it to run well? Like, just just ask them some questions at the beginning of the game. Be like, hey, do you care more about how pretty it looks or how responsive it is? And, and I mean, I would even I would even say that this is valuable for the console market in general, just for the sake of look at how many people avoid the PC market because of how complicated it it can be at first glance but yet they want the they want the increased frame rate more than like anything right and i mean i know i know that's one of the main things that made me switch to pc was just that holy shit running games in 60 fps is just objectively better (laughs) and like there are a lot of games that i would even choose to play on console if they ran at 60 fps just because it's just more comfortable and and more convenient for my for my particular situation right um but you know games don't really have this this ability uh i'm also wondering um do you think maybe this is something that they're building in as a precursor to the ps4.5 yeah possibly i i don't know i i know this is on pc right now for the demo i believe so uh, that would be neat uh but i think i think on the ps4 version i think what they would do for that would just have like a ps4 and 
They might. They might do that because you can get a lot more out. I would think that they would just have a PlayStation 4.5 version that would run better. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you think that this is this is them testing the idea. Like, just, I mean, just uh, Team Ninja, like, they probably are aware of the PS4.5 and, like, what it's capable of. So maybe they're building this functionality into the game from the start so they don't have to patch it in later. Yeah, they, thing. that might be it because you could go, hey, I want I want better visuals on the PlayStation 4.5 and still have 60 frames a second. Yeah. Um, it looks like this is it's listed as an alpha on the PlayStation store rather oh. than a regular demo. And Weird. it is only available until May 5th. Oh, so you might as well get that. And it's it requires Internet access. So chances are they're. They're trying to, like, test and see what people prefer. Yeah. Uh, it looks like whenever you turn down or whenever you, you tell it that you want it to run at 60 FPS, it just halves the resolution to 720p. Oh, that, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, it's uh, you can you either pick 1080p 30 or 720p 60. That makes sense. Let's talk about uh, another story. I, I don't know. You probably didn't watch the video, but I watched it. No Man's Sky. More No Man's Sky. That comes out next month. It's June. Yeah, I think. Next month is June. God. Oh, man. We're getting old, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to have been moved out for like an actual year pretty soon. Yeah. I. I am. Um, what something happens in June? Oh, my sister's getting married. <laughs> I, yeah, so that'll be fun, I guess. But anyway, No Man's Sky comes out next month, June, and it looks very, very fun. Apparently, there is no main storyline, which was pretty much a given. I I was pretty much under the assumption that there would be no storyline, but they actually showed off some alien races. They showed off a planet, some buildings, ha- uh, getting into a building, a bunch of stuff like that. They also talked about how you'll be going, you'll go through different places, and you'll go, um, and you'll see a building like a structure, and you'll say, "Oh, that's this race because they make buildings like that." Or oh, you know, the okay, yeah, yeah, and so you'll. I think I watched that video, and it looks pretty awesome, but they're. So you're going to have a lot of lore, but you're not going to have a main storyline. So think about it as kind of dicking around in Skyrim if you don't actually play the storyline. Because you get all the books that you can read through and get all the history of the world. Uh, But there's just, you know, you're not, even after the game, you're just running around just doing stuff. Well, there is, um, there's something to do with the, the exact same goal as in Spore where you're trying to reach the center of the universe. Oh, please um, don't don't let this be another spore. <laughs> um yeah, there's there's something to do with uh or as the, I the call end. it, bore. It was not a very good game. It's true. Um but yeah, you're trying to get to the center of the of the universe for some reason. Um they're obviously not going to talk about that until Yeah. Well, they're probably not going to talk about it at all. They're just going to let players do it. Um, how long do you th- not- how how long do you think it's going to take for them to get to the center of the universe? 
I would imagine that since like the while their universe is virtually infinite since it's like procedurally generated um i would imagine that the game is designed in such a way where you start out at a roughly similar distance away from the center of the universe as everybody else yeah just you know in a giant fucking circle so i mean i don't i i'd imagine that if you you just as a complete guess they they'd probably set it to where you'd play for at least like 20 or 30 hours before you'd get to the to the center of the universe and that's if you like set your goal as just fuck it i don't want to explore i just want to get to the center of the universe yeah but i mean i my thing is won't you run out of fuel well you'll have to do other stuff like you'll have to go to planets mine stuff harvest yeah the the idea because they talked about it in a previous video um that like you're you're not actually going to be capable. They're they're going to do the same thing that uh, Elite Dangerous does, which is where your warp drive will eventually just not be able to get between certain places. You're going to have to upgrade your ship, whether it be by stealing another one or actually buying parts. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, your warp drive just won't make it to the next planets, and you're going to have to get a better ship. And you just so. float around in nothingness because I may have done that before. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I really, too, so. I really want to like that game. I do like it. I just have no desire to play it anymore because Horizons kind of ruined the game for me. Right. Um. So, question: I ask you this every time, and you seem to you seem interested in it. Uh, are you going to be getting this game when it comes out? I totally am. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I am excited about the idea. Of an indie, uh, space sim, an indie space sim done by people that are passionate and done by people that won't release a massive uh, DLC about a year after the game comes out that totally ruins the entire experience for all the first uh, first week buyers. See, I really like this this. Uh, so I like space sims. Like yeah, I, ever since I was a kid. Um, I sat down and I played Wing Commander 3 on my neighbor's 3DS. Nathan's old. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. So my neighbor had a 3DO because he was even more into video games than I am, apparently. No shit. (laughs) Because 3DOs were $600 plus when they came out and they were shit. Yep. But I really want one. Um, they had one over in Bend for like 150 bucks, but I couldn't justify buying it. Yeah. But anyway, so I like the 3DO and I think it's because I sat down and I played, uh, Wing Commander 3 on it and I sucked at it. I was, you know, a little kid, so I wasn't very good, but it was really fun to go around, blast ships, all that stuff. And having more of that with what I want, you know, with trading and mining and living and going to planets and murdering aliens and going to another planet. Basically be a, being a ge- ge- genocidal maniac. That's right. that's what I want to be. I want to wipe out alien races. It'll be awesome. So this game is going to be a, a game that I probably get first day. On PC, of course. And 
there's another um, game. I don't know. It's a small game. You may not have heard of it. Uh, Star Citizen. I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking I'm looking to that forward to that. It, it looks okay. Uh, they've got a little bit of money behind them. I think they'll be okay. They only have a little bit of money, like 150 million dollars or something. They have supposedly been releasing a lot more information on like what they're doing every month and whatnot. So yeah, they've been they've been a little bit better just because of. They're getting to the point where they can release information, I think. Right. Yeah. Like I I'm still hopeful for it. Like it could easily be like the perfect space sim. I just it's not gonna come out until fucking twenty nineteen at this rate, so uh I think what what it's a twenty I think they want it twenty seventeen, don't they? Probably. Yeah. And I'm willing to wait. Like here's my here's my thing with it. And we're switching topics, but Star Citizen has been in development since 2012. A five-year development cycle for a video game isn't that much. Not for one of that magnitude and considering, like, they don't... Well, I would say that they don't have the backing of a big publisher, but they basically do with how much money they have. Yeah, they, uh, they have the backing of million publishers. And, I mean, you also have to consider, like, they they got... Like, did you say $150 million? Uh, I think it's somewhere around there. I'm going to look it up because I want to know. Yeah. Like, they Don't they have a counter on their website? Uh, Star Citizen development cost $113 million. Oh, okay. So not $150. It was at $100 um, million not too long ago. So, so uh, that said, Destiny took... Uh, just about as long to develop, if not longer. Yeah. And it cost well over $150 million to develop. And it was shit. Yeah, they they sold, or they they spent somewhere around, and they say half a billion dollars on, like, Mm -hmm. all the marketing and everything else for it combined with the development. Yeah, but but they don't have, like, they don't, Star Citizen doesn't really have to do the marketing as much. Well, yeah, but I, I'm saying, like, the, the point I'm trying to make is that Destiny Destiny was pretty well trash. Um, like, it wasn't complete garbage, but it wasn't very good. No. Uh, and the scope was definitely, like, magnitude smaller than Star Citizen. Oh, yeah. It was It was just so. a basic basic bitch, I guess is what you call it. Yeah, and that, that, was, <laughs> that had to come out on all four of the consoles that were relevant at the time. Yeah, it had to come, and, uh, yeah, so they had to develop it for multiple consoles, so, and you take a, a chunk of money for each console with, was it, it was three consoles, wasn't it? It was... PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One. Okay, so it was those, and then it wasn't on PC, but... No, or else I would have gotten it on PC. It's not like 25% each though. It's not like, you know, no, they 20, they more than likely just took the they took the PS4 and PS or and uh, Xbox One versions and backported them. Yeah, but that still costs money. Quite a bit of yeah, money. Exactly. And they they also had to pay Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Um, which probably was one of the most expensive parts of making the game, not even joking. And he phoned that in. Yeah, the hardcore. wizard uh-huh. the wizards <laughs> came from above. Give me my um, check. That's yeah. 
So uh, they see, replaced him. They replaced yeah, him. Yeah, I know. With Nolan North. Yeah, and he's still not very good. I think uh, he I re- was meant to be that way this time, though. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know. Like, like his his re- his redos of the original Destiny dialogue was trash. And then um, in the, the Taken King DLC, like, they ramped up the production value, like, hardcore. Oh, did they? And, yeah, like, you, you could almost think of, of Destiny... Uh, the original release being kind of like a glorified beta or like it almost plays like uh, almost akin to like Borderlands. And then the Taken King so far in the in the campaign that I that I've played, it feels more like Halo, which is funny because it's fucking Bungie. Like there's actual stuff going on in the environment and characters are actually speaking to each other and whatnot. Yeah. And like none of that happened in the original Destiny. Which but is they had to wait. Weird. They had to wait two years to be able to have a decent game. Yeah, it, it was stupid. Yeah. So going back to how this started with Star Citizen, like you consider that they they've spent almost as much money, or well, they haven't spent it, but they have almost as much money as Destiny did, and. They've spent probably about the same amount of time developing it, uh, and as long as everything goes well, like it's going to end up being a much better game. Well, okay, uh, we have you. You have to step back here and remember. You said Pinker, Peter Dinklage that I hired him. Uh, yeah. Star Citizen had to hire Mark Hamill, which isn't as he's not. He doesn't cost as much money, but he still probably gets a good chunk of money. Yeah, I forgot that they're hiring a bunch of fucking actors. Like, yeah actors like legit they, actors for no reason they have mark well okay so mark hamill actually kind of makes sense do you know why he makes sense because he was star wars no no he was in wing commander your oh, your, your okay. character in wing commander is mark hamill huh yeah so they hired mark hamill they hired um uh scully I don't know her name. Yeah, I don't know what her name is either. I want to say her last name's like Gillen or something. Uh, oh, Gillian Anderson? Yeah. 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 Maybe? yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they hired a couple other people. I can't remember off the top of my head. But so they do have a cost like that as well. But I'm pretty sure Peter Dinklage uh, probably got paid more. Yeah, more than likely just because, you know game of thrones well game of thrones is huge but uh i think mark hamill probably uh, he probably just likes doing it too and isn't doing it just for the money yeah whereas peter dinklage definitely was yeah peter dinklage like he's phoned that shit in and he's like yep give me my like three million dollars please thanks i'm out Mm -hmm. and then they they didn't even bring him back to reprise the role which is my which is what I don't like because well, they, they they replaced him entirely. Yeah, well that that wasn't even for the DLC. That was just because like everyone hated Peter Dinklage so much that they decided that they would just go with Nolan Nolan North for the DLC and then just kind yeah. of retconned the ghost's voice for all the previous shit. Because because Nolan North is pretty good. To be fair, he's all right. He's probably substantially cheaper too. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, let's move on. 
we got we got one more story to talk about, and it has to do with the Legend of Zelda, which has no voice acting, by the way. Oh, very little. Yeah. Hi, hi, hiya! <laughs> and like, Aah. hey, listen. Yeah. Over here. Um. <laughs> so, Legend of Zelda is coming out. It's been delayed until March 2017. What an arbitrary time. Yeah. Um, I believe it's March 17, 2017. It is. Because the NX is getting released <laughs> on March 2017. Which, again, what an arbitrary time. Yeah, I'm unsure as to why they're getting released in March. Like, spring? Who launches a new console in spring? Nintendo, man. They're, <laughs> they're, you can't explain them. They're just like, this is going to work. It's like, sure, Nintendo, whatever, man. I, I wonder if it's because they know about, or they know that, like, the PS4.5 and the Xbox 1.25 are going to come out in uh in, in, in holiday this year or and holiday next year maybe maybe that would make s- well it might be holiday why? this year that makes yeah. sense because like if it was if it was holiday next year then why wouldn't they just they launch the nx this year like in holiday season yeah i am more but- excited for the nx than i am the the reboots of the current consoles well yeah because we play pc yeah, <laughs> whereas the NX is more than likely going to have a lot of exclusive games that are actually going to be fun to play. Do, uh, Nintendo, now this is going to be a weird analogy, but go with me. Nintendo reminds me of like the kid that was cool in high school. Because, you know, he's like, like, yeah, this is, dude, we're just going to go out. And we're gonna re- we're gonna release another Zelda game, and we're gonna release another Kirby, and we're gonna release another Mario. It's gonna be epic, man! And you're like, dude, you've been doing that for twenty years. Just <laughs> find something new. And it, it, there, it's fun. It's fun. He's fun to hang out with, but no innovation when it comes to video. Like when it comes to the games that you're playing, it's Star Fox. It's Mario. It's all their their exclusive and there's no real new exclusives that have come out that have been as good except for Splatoon. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't forget about Splatoon. That came out of fucking left field and yeah, that was ob- a- honestly just kind of blew everybody away. I think, but uh, I'm still excited for it. I'm still probably going to get it because it's probably going to be cheaper. Than the Xbox 1.5 or, or the Xbox four and a half. Um, Xbox four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's also going to have, you know, it will have Zelda. It will have Mario. It will have Star Fox ish. Maybe possibly. What I'm hoping for because of the way that they've talked about what the NX is. I'm hoping that this is going to be the culmination of what Nintendo has learned since releasing the Wii. Because, like, with the Wii, everyone hated Nintendo for not including a real online service of any kind, for releasing a console that was shittier than everybody else's, 
uh, for using a controller that was difficult to use with any kind of game that wasn't like specifically made for the Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the Wii U, they made good on some of those things, but not quite all of them. And the console was still shittier than everybody else's. And it relied far too much on the controller gimmick to actually be a good console. Um, and of course, the, the 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 main thing was that the console was shittier than everybody else's and had absolutely no third-party support. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with the NX, with the way that it's supposed to tie in with smartphones, uh, with the way that it's supposed to tie into online services, and with the completely unfounded rumors that it's going to be an actually good console, I'm hoping that this will finally be the GameCube 2. Oh, yeah. Where, where it's, it is on par with everybody else, but it also has that Nintendo backing that pushes it above and beyond. Right. I'm hoping. Uh, their, their, their launch of Tomo has definitely shown me that Nintendo... Nintendo what? Aroa? I think we lost Aroa there for a second. I wonder if my internet went out. Uh, no, it did not. So I think what he was going to say was that Matomo, which is <laughs> which is Nintendo's newest uh, mobile game. It's actually its first mobile game. Will become, it, it came out and it has shown that Nintendo has a little bit of innovation at least. And people still care about Nintendo. But unfortunately, you know, we're unable to uh, get that replicated as much with the consoles because Matomo has millions upon millions of downloads. So far, it's only been released for like a month, while the uh, Wii U has been out for years and only has like 6 million sales or something. So, oh, right. Talk, please. Okay. <laughs> all right a row is back we are having the best podcast i covered for you a bit uh right. i basically said you think that nintendo has at least a little bit of innovation left in them with the the matomo yeah I, what i was trying to say was that like even if they can't figure something out because for the longest time they didn't understand the mobile space they can at the very least hire another company that can figure it out because matomo was not developed by nintendo no no, um, they hired by... they hired some like Asian, uh, like Play Asia or something. I, it's not Play Asia, but yeah, it's yeah. like their, it's one of their major um, mobile developers. Over yeah, they there. they made one of the uh, Street Pass games, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, like as long as as long as they can get somebody that'll that'll do this for them, like I think everything will be hunky dory. Honky dory, huh? Yep. So, so, I is that uh, that long enough? Uh, yeah, we're on the fifty second podcast, uh, celebrating a year with Reet Entertainment, and everything that long enough. <laughs> <laughs> everything that could go wrong, pretty much did. We had people texting me to measure fucking RVs. Uh, I had to stop to give someone a pillow. I had Aroa <laughs> end the call I, on me on accident. Yeah, no, I just I the call just dropped. 
We had like, Connor <laughs> trying to get in here yeah, after we had already Connor started the podcast. With his roommates in the background at the beginning. <laughs> oh, well. No, before, before we started. And it was like, yeah, I could do the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, no. And he's like, yeah, that that's cool. I gotcha. Um, but yeah, so remember, <laughs> if it's, you... it's fitting because it's that's everything that always that, that has gone wrong like over the last year. It's all in one podcast. <laughs> it all it's all happened. All well, no, no, because there was the one time when we lost my voice halfway through on the recording. Oh yeah. Okay. That didn't happen, thank God. Uh, remember, you can follow me on Twitch, though. www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. The link's down below. All the links are down below. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Reeton on Twitter. Um, you can also go to Green Man Gaming with a little link down below. And uh, if you purchase something from there, I get a little bit of the, the revenue. So that's nice. Uh, I also have my YouTube, which, as I said earlier, I have postponed my uh WCW World Championship Wrestling for the NES review. Um, I know that's redundant, but the, that is actually the name of it is WCW World Championship Wrestling. And uh, but that's going to be up next Saturday. Otherwise, you can go through and watch my older videos, which, uh, you know, we have the eight videos in my wrestling review series. We have my Final Fantasy review, which is almost at 2000 views, Aroa. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, going through there and uh, just look at all the, the different videos. And if you like them, rate them up. Did I did I tell you that I have a uh, a hater? Yeah, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. I have somebody who, who decided that they hate my content so much that they will go on every single video that I post and vote it down. I think you I know finally... why. I finally made it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then you can also follow... Okay, let's see if I can get this right. Oroa1337 is your Twitch. Yes. Uh, Oroa at... At Oroa on Twitter and Oroa on YouTube. There's Oroa1337 on YouTube? Yep. Fuck! <laughs> You've had a whole year! And you still can't get it right. <laughs> one day. One day I'll get it right. Oh, oh well. I don't really care. Th thanks for listening. Remember, you can uh, go to iTunes. If you have an iPhone, press the subscribe to the Reading Entertainment podcast there. Uh, and then if you have a Android phone, you can go to the Google Play Music. And there's a podcast section, and look for Reeton Podcast. Uh, for some reason, they, they wouldn't let me name it. They just grabbed the source code from SoundCloud, and we're like, Reeton Podcast, and like, but it's Reeton Entertainment. They're like, we don't care. Go, whatever. They're still trying to. They're still trying to figure out the whole thing. Yeah. So you can listen to the Reeton Entertainment Podcast on SoundCloud, or it's on non SoundCloud. Well, yes, on SoundCloud, but on the Google Play Store. And you can use your your SoundCloud. What the hell is it? Their their pay for service now. SoundCloud Go one or SoundCloud Go. I think that's what it's called. Or Pro. Yeah. Is it no, Go? It's SoundCloud Go. Yeah, Our I can remember that. Service for listeners. I can remember that. I can't remember your fucking YouTube. Yeah, it shows how much you care about me. Yep. 
Less than SoundCloud. That's how much I care about you. (laughs) And so anyway, uh, but the, I I believe the Google Play is free, so you should probably just do that. And Um, you can download them right onto your, uh, your phone and listen to us on your commute. I actually don't know how that works with the podcasts. I, I would imagine that those those go for free. I would imagine too. That's what I would think. Uh, Google Music, it's it's the same as Spotify where you can listen to radio yeah. for free, but you can't listen to like individual songs for free. Oh. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how podcasts work. Uh, I don't know either. I'm presuming that they allow you to listen to podcasts for free because everywhere else does. Yeah. But they don't even have to host it. Same as. Right. uh, Fucking iTunes. Yeah, I don't know. So they just grab your RSS feed and do it from there. But anyway, I thank you for listening to the Read Entertainment podcast for one year. Uh, here's for another year, and uh, I might start naming my podcast after this. Yeah, you've you've got a couple in here. Yep. Where, where you've got <laughs> podcast seventeen is named five for some reason. Podcast seventeen point five. Oh, it's hyphen five on here. I guess you can't have a period. Oh yeah, yeah. It's well, it's I think I put hyphen five because they won't let me put a period in SoundCloud. Uh, um, okay. It's fifty. It's 17 and a half because something happened. It was, it was, that was the one that we disconnected audio. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, um, I think that was one, that one, uh, I'll listen to it (laughs) in a minute, but, uh, yeah, you can go back, listen to all the old episodes or, uh, listen to the brand new ones every single week and have them downloaded directly to your phone or computer. I thank you for listening for a whole year. Thank you for being here, Roa, through thick and thin. Yep. And I will see you next week. See you. Bye.